is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. I will admit right out the starting gate that this episode has been very difficult for me to record. Not because of what I'm about to say, but because it's taken me so long to figure out what to say. And it's because I feel it's insufficient. We all need to do our part, but what is that part? I've had to ask myself, as I'm sure you may have, what can I do? And I don't have a great answer. And I feel at a loss. I feel lacking. And I feel insufficient. The thing I know is that we all want to be heard, seen, acknowledged, and respected. And in whatever times we're going through, the political climate, the social climate, the health climate, we've always wanted to stand behind that to help people understand that everyone wants to be seen, heard, acknowledged, and respected, and how to do that in the best ways. But what happens when someone has been treated a certain way for so long, has been viewed a certain way for so long, has been oppressed so long, that they don't know how to do that. They don't know how to ask for that for themselves, to ask others to see, hear, acknowledge and respect them, and then maybe not even be able to do it for others. What happens when that's the case? That is one of the many answers I don't have. It feels like anything I do isn't enough, isn't sufficient. I'll admit I've done little rather than educate myself a little more, which I guess is a small something. Because I've been so overwhelmed by feeling hopeless and insignificant. I've struggled with what to say because what voice do I have? What change can I make? Yet it didn't feel right to say nothing. I am a CEO of a company and a leader, and I believe that mandates me to raise my voice and stand up for what I believe in. I was inspired by a longtime friend, Morna Gallitz, founder of the International Association of Creative Art Professionals and publisher of the magazine, The Professional Quilter. She's given me permission to read what she wrote two days ago. Here's what Morna said. I usually send a newsletter each week on Wednesdays. It focuses on marketing for creatives. I just couldn't focus on it this week. My heart was not in the right place. Finally, I sent this late this afternoon. Here's what I wrote. This past week has been a heavy one. I'm horrified by the actions I see. 
I'm sad for where our country is. I'm sad for the lives that are lost. Lots is broken. Lots needs to be fixed. And I'm uncomfortable. I don't feel right sending out our regular easing this week. I do not feel like business as usual. As a white woman, I cannot grasp the black experience. We all filter everything through our own lens. And one of my lenses is the white woman lens. Sure, I have good friends and colleagues who are black, friends whom I respect. I've dined with them. I've chatted at book clubs with them, prayed with them at church, shared experiences with them, had them as overnight guests in my home, had real conversations. But I can never know their experience, their lens. I do not think of myself as a racist. However, I am likely holding on to beliefs in my subconscious that are rooted in racism. I think many of us are. And how can I not? I grew up in the 60s in the South. As I said, I'm uncomfortable. I'm not as knowledgeable as I could be. I told you I had friends and colleagues who were black. One of the members of our ICAP team is black. When I think of these individuals, I don't look at them and think of them as black, at least not on a conscious level. They are people that I know, and I value them as equal creations of God. What I can do is educate myself. That is my responsibility. I can study my biases. I can become woke. If you look that word up, it means alert to injustice in society, especially racism. And I can go past woke, beyond alert. I can be available for honest discussion, be more empathetic, and take action. I can ask questions from my research. I've spent the last several days searching for ways I can learn more. I can listen to others and I can read. And then Morna gives a list of anti-racism resources and articles and books. Morna continues. One of the blog posts I read noted that we tend to follow people like us. That would be true. I follow largely white women in my areas of interest. I do follow some black quilters and artists, but not that many. I follow some black nutrition coaches, but not that many. If I want to educate myself, I need to expand that. On Instagram, I'm now following Rachel Cargill, the woman who did the public address that I watched. I am following Lisa with Black Women Stitch and will be listening to Lisa's podcast called Stitch Please Podcast. I'm using the search function on Instagram to find others to follow to expand my knowledge and understanding. For some people, hashtag Blackout Tuesday on Instagram will come and go. I don't want that to be me. I have to make a conscious effort to keep growing in this area. I've learned a lot in the last few days, and I'm going to continue with that. I am looking for ways to recognize and support more black artists in my business. I am looking for ways to support more black artists in their businesses. My question for you is, how are you going to show up in your business differently as a result of what you learn? Here's to all of us doing better. I know we can. When I read what Morna had written, it really resonated with me. 
like her, I knew I didn't have the same lens that these people of color who are being oppressed have. We don't have their lens. We will never understand. I have a very good friend and colleague who happens to be a black woman who says she has wondered if she put on her hoodie and walked through the mall, what might happen? People have had to raise their black sons to act a certain way when they're driving at night or maybe not to drive at night or what happens when they get pulled over. They have to teach their children to be different and be less than who they are because we live in a society that still doesn't value people of color. And we like to think that that's not true. Oh, that's not me. And maybe it's not, but we don't have their lens. We can't accuse them of having a victim mentality and so therefore they deserve what they get. I've seen that. I've seen people make that statement. Just like men can't understand the lens of a woman who has to deal with catcalls or derogatory and sexual slurs, we all have our lens. And if we don't realize that our lens is different from others, therefore our experience is different from others' experiences, then we will stay stuck in you have to behave a certain way mentality. We can't completely change our lens, but we can perhaps expand it or inform it to at the very least acknowledge that that is my lens and somebody else's lens is different. I stand up against racism and inequality. And while nothing I do or could do seems sufficient, I can't let that stop me. So as a person, as a woman, as CEO of my company, I make that stand. And I will do more that I can, even if it will never feel like it's enough. Do something. Until next time, may you thrive.